Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Welcome back. Where we ponder how much you'd actually pay to watch a movie. $10? I don't think so. Hey, I would rather spend $10 than watch a movie on my phone. I don't care if it's the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pot. Pie society. But that one's free. I think they should have <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal in that title. So Jake Gyllenhaal or something. No, he's no. not even in that movie. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally we pick movies that are underappreciated, Normal. but not this time. Nope. It's, it's my birthday. birthday. It's still underappreciated. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> for this movie? Yes, it is. Look at that Rotten Tomato score, sir. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Because it's I think Carly's going to give this a five star. <laughs> she, she must have liked it because she was adamant it's underappreciated. We well, were talking about it on the way here, and Tony's like, it's got a 20 whatever. If your movie's in the 20s, it's bad. And this movie's not. Not all movies bad. that are in the so, 20s are bad. It qualifies under our rules, number one, is what yeah. I was talking about. It's only 10% more than Jack Frost. it should be that low. <laughs> this is where this we celebrate somebody's birthday by everybody picking movies they w- that in that person's genre. Yes. And it's my birthday. Not yet, though, soon. <laughs> Almost. Right. And this is what, Tony, or what John picked for me. I almost I'm confused John, John and Tony. That's terrible. I have power throw. <laughs> I got you, babe. I'm sorry. I well, you know our our polyamorous love yes, triangle. Oh, does try no. to keep that down. <laughs> try to keep that on the deal. What's really funny is we haven't mentioned that in a really long time, but I know Audra's been listening They're to delicious. the back catalog, yeah. so that might crack <laughs> her up. They're delicious. Really? Yeah. All right. What's so delicious? Crazy oh. cool beers, man. Bold Rock. Well, this one I got at hard Walmart. Pineapple yeah, crap. This one. This episode is brought to you by. Uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider Pineapple. It's seasonal, and it is delicious. John always has the crazy beers. They're always good, though. That's right, because, you know, regular beer, that's for, you know, that's your grandfather's beer. Amateurs. Yeah, this is 2020. John likes ciders. I do like a a good cider. I like a cider and an IPA. I don't. (laughs) So let's talk about Venom. Um, Venom. Well, today's pick on the podcast is John's pick for Elaine's birthday. Yeah. We're past all that. A failed reporter is bonded to an alien entity. We've gone too far. We can't go back. The train is We've gone plaid. One of many symbiotes. Is it symbiote or symbiote? How do you I would say, say symbiote. I would say symbiote. Symbiote. I would say symbiote or symbiote. But I wouldn't say symbiote. Chandler Bing. Symbiote. Symbiote. Where's my symbiote? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but that might just be that guy's accent. So no, because she says it that way. I I thought they said symbiote. No, they they said symbiote. They say something weird. Whatever. Every time I hear hear it, I'm like, that sounds weird, and a lot of people have said that. Well, this movie's based on a comic book. If you weren't, if you didn't know, Mm. also welcome to Earth. Well, I knew that. I have zero knowledge. Now I have more because Tony and I were talking about it. Well, Tony's going to tell us a little about the characters. Any of the lore, I did not know that he was tied to Spider-Man in any way, shape, or form. Is that because wow. you didn't see Spider-Man Almost 3 with Tobey Maguire? I did not see Spider-Man <laughs> no. 3 with Tobey Maguire. Don't, it's not good. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> no. Hmm. That's alright. Uh, talk about a letdown, though. You know how hyped I was that Tobey Maguire... Uh, Venom was going to be Venom in was going to be Everybody was like, Grace. Yes. I'm going to tell you, I love Topher Grace. I do too. I was like, dude, this is going to be awesome because they're kind of similar and he's kind of a more of a prick. So this is kind it would have been good. It, it, it could have been great. Yeah, it could have been, but no. Could have been so beautiful. Could have been so right. I love Topher Grace. 
He does not get a good enough movie role. We watched this movie with my sister Erin, and she was she said her husband wants to see a Spider-Man versus Venom. Like that's what he wanted for the next one was Spy. And I was like Spider-Man against Venom. Like I don't know what that. And she was like, Yeah, that's that's what like that's the, what the comic books are, Carly. <laughs> problem was it would seem really weird to have Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland. The Battle of the Toms. She she had It would just be Tom Hardy beating the shit out of a little boy. Yeah, that would be well Tom Holland isn't quite as little. Because in the comics You mean Tom Hardy. No, Tom Holland isn't as little Yes, but he's not as little anymore. So he's not really a boy. He's a young man. He's not Tom Hardy though. No, that's true. He's not Tom Hardy. He couldn't play Bane no matter how much <laughs> oh my god so speaking of Bane John was watching this Tom Hardy movie the other day what is it called that you were watching where he plays his own twin legend legend and it's no okay but one of the tw- he plays twins and one of the character has the Bane voice oh really which, which I always it's not thought muffled, so. it's but I always thought that the, he used some kind of voice thing modulator. modulator no he actually can talk like that Ooh. he also did the voices of Venom Mm-hmm. They yeah. pre-recorded all the Venom lines and then fed it to him in an earpiece when he was talking to Venom, which is cool. But it's more just like Ryan, just like Reynolds did Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. but it's kind oh of funny. God, so it juggernaut. seems like. But I always thought the Bane voice was not Tom Hardy, but apparently it was Tom Hardy because John's watching that movie. I'm like, oh my god, he sounds just like Bane. <laughs> like, are you watching Batman? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then John goes, no, I'm watching Legend. And then I realized he's watched, he didn't think he'd seen it before, but I realized he's fallen asleep to that movie before. Watch oh, <laughs> <Fall to> sleeping. <laughs> because I remembered it. Well, anyway. <laughs> Tony, let's tell, tell us this a little bit about Venom. Gold. What do you want to know about Venom? Podcast. How did Venom become a thing? Venom, well. Just a short uh, version yeah. you told me in the car. <laughs> okay. There was some kind of, a long time ago, there was some kind of stupid crossover called Secret Wars where all the heroes went into space and fought a bunch of weird battles and Spider-Man's suit got wrecked and he needed a new suit and the aliens gave him a suit to wear and he was like, cool, and it made him a little stronger, a little faster, and he could make webs from his hands instead of, in the comics, he has the weird shooters. shooters as opposed to some movies, he's like, it's part of them. And it was cool, but it started making him act a little more like rougher edged and stuff like that and then when he got back to earth he was like i like this suit but then he started noticing the problems with his emotions and stuff so he got took it off and put it away and then he went to bed and then the next night when he woke up he was hanging upside down from a building and the suit was jumping on him and sneaking him and taking him out and making him do shit so he was like fuck this suit and he went to if i remember right this is memory so it might be wrong but <laughs> went to see reed richards reed richards hit him with the sonic shit they tore the suit off of him and left it, and then I think he got out of Reed's lab, and at the same time, Peter Parker got in a fight with Eddie Brock at the Daily Bugle, or whatever the fuck it's called, and they hate each other, and then Brock found the suit, and they merged and made Venom, and that's pretty much where Venom and came they, from. And they bond over the fact that, that they, they hate, hate Peter Spider Parker. And, and Peter Parker. <laughs> but so the suit is alive. Spider-Man yeah. wasn't actually the first person to have the Venom symbiote. It was Deadpool. Oh, God. Was that true? Are you making shit up? No. Um, kind of. <laughs> um, Deadpool claims that. Don't believe any Deadpool history. De- Deadpool claims that he was the first one to Look, uh, bond with the symbiote. But why are you trying to muddy the waters of w- Tony's sparse recollections <laughs> by putting in things that are not facts? Because um, that might be all bullshit. That's what I remember from 30 well, years ago. Deadpool... Claims that he was first, so it's also Deadpool. Like Deadpool, Deadpool. comics are kind of like 
Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he kind of just <laughs> makes shit up because he's kind of crazy and insane. So Kind of crazy? No, well, he's, he's insane. He may have been a Robin at one time. We don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Eddie Brock is doesn't like Spider-Man because no. of uh, Sin Eater. He exposed him and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Anyway, <laughs> so there have been a, a few Venoms other than Eddie Brock. Matt Gargan, who was a Scorpion, mm-hmm. and Flash Thompson, who was a sim, who was Venom, but he got that from the U.S. government. Yeah. So the U.S. government got a hold of Venom and was like, we'll give it to somebody, and he made super soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to Flash? Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. But he's a douchebag. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that would make him more of a douchebag if he had Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Venom. I was... In Aaron's kitchen making fruit salad, <laughs> and Tony was like, "You better hurry up, or you're not gonna hear the worst song Eminem ever did." <laughs> Is that the, the worst song? I don't know. Ever? It's probably not because he's done some real bad ones. It's just. And it's just that the song just is like venom, 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 venom for like ten minutes, and you're like, and then it starts into a song, but that's already stuck in your fucking head now. So for the rest of the week, you're just gonna be like, I'm gonna change my tire, venom. venom. I'm gonna wash these dishes, venom. venom. And it's like it just won't get the fuck out of your head. You're like, oh god, it's like I hate a symbiote. Spoil it for you, but I love that song. <laughs> She does love that song. I just don't and like it that it gets stuck in my it head. It is an earworm. It's yeah. an earworm of epic proportions, but I love it. I can't. can't. Now, here's some more fun stuff for Carly to know because she, I bet she doesn't know this mm-hmm. now. Tom Hardy played Bane in Batman, right? I didn't know that. You know, the name of the chemical that makes him super strong in no. Batman no. is... Hint. Venom. Oh. <laughs> venom, venom. Venom, venom. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, this was directed by uh, Ruben Fleischer, mm-hmm. who you may know from uh, Welcome Back to the Podcast. Yep. He did Gangster Squad. Yep, he did. And he also did both Zombielands. Mm-hmm. Huh. I still haven't seen the second one. We have it. You did borrow you like it? it? I li- it wasn't as good as the first one, but I liked it. Did you like it? It was good enough. Hmm. Okay. You can borrow it as long as you don't tangle and cash that shit. You mean as long as I don't... Thomas Crown Ferret. <laughs> he keeps saying, I need to watch this movie so I can give it back to them. I need to watch this movie so I can give it back to them. I forgot you had that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to pick it for John's birthday. Thomas Crown Ferret? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Good. That's it. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Venom was created by, according to Marvel, by Todd McFarlane and David uh, uh, Michelini. They did most of, like, the kid, Randy Schuler came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. These guys actually made the character. Okay. Yep. All right, so the cast now. The cast. Welcome back to the podcast. Okay, there's a couple. Tom Hardy, who we know from Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Mad Max, and of course, This Means War. Yes. And, and Carly's Warrior. favorite movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Warrior. how many times has he been on? Is this his third or fourth time? This would be his third. So he's getting that image of poop. If you haven't seen oh, Warrior, watch it. It popped up on the screen as like, you should watch this. And Aaron was like, what's that movie? <laughs> Did you tell her she should or watch no, it? No, it was when we were talking about it. He was in Warrior. She's like, what's that movie about? I gave her the whole synopsis. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you need to watch this movie. <laughs> Everyone should see that movie. Really it's great. Watch anything Tom Hardy's in. Just about. Yeah. That's why I watched that Legend movie. I was like, have I seen this? I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. He plays yeah. two roles. What can go wrong? I don't think he's been, well, maybe Star Trek and Insurrection. But it was like, that yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah. He's, also, not, he's not very Tom Hardy look, in it. Okay. Though. I so, didn't really like that movie he was in with Shia LaBeouf either. What movie was that? that one. Uh, they were like bootleggers or something, and he gets his throat oh. cut. I can't remember the name of it. Mm. I don't know. It wasn't I very didn't good. see that. But was that because of Tom Hardy or because you don't like Shia LaBeouf? Uh, it might have been the Shia LaBeouf <laughs> problem. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> no one might. You were just about to say, dreams. nobody likes Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> and that's not true. He's, some people like him. 
And he was great at Even Stevens. <laughs> he was. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're 12 minutes in. I have a guy to do oh, We're never getting through it. Michelle Williams, who played Anne, who was, was in Oz, Great and Powerful, and a little thing called Dawson's Creek. I really like Oz the Great and Powerful. I need to do that movie. You wouldn't last a day on the creek. Oh, Probably shit. Probably not. Because <laughs> I am not an actor. Actor? Uh, Riz Ahmed, who's uh, Carlton Drake. You may know him from Nightcrawler and Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Reed Scott, who's Dr. Dan. He was on Veep. Never watched him. Uh, it was okay. The first couple seasons were really good, good but didn't you know? You ran out of shit to, to do. Jenny Slate, who was um, Dora Skirth, uh, she does great things. She was in Zootopia and the Muppet Babies. She was good in Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Maria, who uh, I mean, um, Melora Walters, who's played Maria, was in Boogie Nights. I don't know what she was in Boogie Nights. I'll have to watch that again and see. Who is she? Um, she's the homeless lady. Oh, <laughs> she was in Butterfly Effect and Ooh. the Dead Poets Society. So she's been around. Okay. Um, there's this other guy, Woody Harrelson. You may have heard of him. He plays nope. Cletus Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He has um, to be a welcome back to that podcast. Well, he was in Zombieland, True Detective, People vs. Larry Flint, Natural I, Born Killers. I don't think he's been on the podcast yet. His movies do good. I thought he was just on the podcast. I, I feel like he was. we talked about him yeah. very Hold recently. Up, stop. It was semi-pro. Last <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm trying to get a word, that and she's like, I feel like he's been on the podcast, and she wouldn't stop talking. It was It was very recent. Hey, it you was your that, you did movie. That, you did that, too, one time, though, yeah. so. Oh, shit. Well, Look, she, she was probably talking about Jimmy Kahn. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> Godfather. I'm so tired all the time. Okay. And I have one more. Um, yeah. Peggy Lou, who played Mrs. Chen. Mm-hmm. She was in Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Ew. Worst movie I've ever seen. No, that would be... Uh, no, no. <laughs> I did walk and out. you're thinking of Girl Police. I did walk out no, of no. Kung Pao. Kung Pao led mm. Enter the Fist. We turned that off. We also mm-hmm. turned off Word Police. Team America. Yes, well, I can't watch puppets have sex. <laughs> in the grossest way possible. That's but Kung Pao Enter the Fist, we turned that off. It was so ju- stupid and dumb. I would rather watch Slither again than the, see that fucking piece of shit. Theater, ben, and I saying. hate Slither. <laughs> you pointed, you, and Tony just pointed to the mic like Ben was sitting there. <laughs> Ben's listening. Hi, Ben. <laughs> I hope you enjoy Venom. All right, so the budget for this was about $100 million. Mm-hmm. It opened at about $80 million in the U.S. In the U.S., it grossed $213,515,506. It's very accurate. But and worldwide, it made $856,085,151, which wow. is why they've made a sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it definitely, comes out soon. Definitely 20%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's got a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb and a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes yes. and a 37% so, Metacritic. It's but you know what? Critics don't know their ass from their elbow. People no. vote with their dollars, you see. And people voted yes for Venom. That's why this is almost a billion dollars. But <laughs> what was the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? I didn't look it up. I don't care. But I'm my curious. question is, so now we're going to have um, Carnage in the next movie, clearly. Yeah. Is he going to be Venom's son? Yeah. Because the the he's the only Cenobite left. Well, spoiler. Did you say Cinnabon? Cinnabite, whatever. Symbiote. Symbiote. He's the only Cinnabon left. He's the only Cinnabon left. <laughs> it has an 80% audience score. Yeah. 29 to so. 80% <laughs> All right, we're, we're like 15 minutes in, so I'm just going to go ahead and um, <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh, here's my reviews. Here's one. That, it was one out of 10. It said it was a real turd in the wind. <laughs> wow. And here's the, this was a 10 out of 10. It said, uh, go see this and make your own opinion. So what did you think going in? That's like? a review? I thought, oh, I'm happy to watch this again. We just watched this a couple weeks ago. We've been dragging on a little bit here. I got to cut some stuff. Oh, I see. Like the actual reviews. Fuck them. I got you. (laughs) 
Carly? I thought, I like Tom Hardy. I've seen this. I don't remember hating it. Let's go. <laughs> Bring it home, Tom. Uh, about the same. I was like, uh, I remember watching this. I didn't hate it. I wanted to watch it again. That works. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. Thank you for being so enthusiastic about my <laughs> movies I pick. Okay, so let's get started here. Yeah, I gave uh, The Gentleman the highest of yays. The highest? That was a great movie. It was. It inspired my pants. It did. <laughs> John bought himself one of the outfits that uh, the, the coach and the toddlers wear. Mm-hmm. I was wearing the jacket, too, but it's, it's warm in that thing. Hmm. Anyway, so we start the movie with an obligatory Sony screen and then the Marvel scroll, mm-hmm. and, but only in association with Columbia Pictures. Movie starts and we're in space, and we hear a ship inbound for Earth, and it has aliens on it. They have mm-hmm. specimens. And this is the kind of thing you want to say over the air. But what you want to say over the air is, shit, because something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it burns up and it lands. And where does it land of all places? East Malaysia, mm. like you do. Mm. Naturally, all the humans are dead, but the symbiotes are fine. They've recovered three, but they're missing one. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-o. Uh, Carlton Drake is monitoring all this from what would be in Houston, but I guess is in San Francisco now. He's kind of a Elon Musk. He has his own command central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not NASA. He's, he's an asshole, life though. network or whatever. <laughs> he's something. Yeah, if you have life in the title of your company, then I'm suspicious of you. <laughs> that checks out. But he's understandably upset that they've lost an alien on, on Earth because that's probably bad on the good bad scale. It's his specimen. His it's his yeah. specimen. This was he his company's it. mission, his rocket ship. So he's his enslaving specimen. aliens, is what you're saying? We don't really know. What he wants to do with these aliens. Well, he captures them and doesn't let them out and makes them do what he wants. I think well, that's, that's true. But, well... Apparently they can't survive, so if he lets them out... But he wants out. to study them. <laughs> so they're his. He owns them. Like a dog. Like a dog? Yes. Don't let the shit get on you. Don't call it a parasite. I guess you're okay. Parasite! Venom. Venom. <laughs> so, Drake seems to know a bit more about these than one would suggest and they don't really explain why he calls them symbiotes and he's like why does he know that these are a thing maybe they stumbled across them but how does he know so much about them we don't know we're just gonna say go with it don't yeah. like we don't, don't have time for this they're aliens don't move dig on. in that plot hole they yes they tell us they're aliens they're symbi- symbiotes and that's it which honestly it doesn't matter because whatever backstory they would have told you it would have been silly why waste time on it you know true they're aliens move on all right anyway because the comic stuff is silly it don't make the la- it, everything they tell you makes sense, so they don't need to give yeah. you more. And well, so the one they found an astronaut. He's alive. His name is Jameson. And why is it name um, important? Because, Not you. Because that's uh, J J Jameson from the Daily Planet. Because it's his, the same name. The son, who is, go ahead, Tony. Because they're not going to get. That. I was going to say. I think he was supposed to get married to Mary Jane. He's right. an astronaut. Yeah. But he, does he die? Oh. Uh, uh, in this? Yeah, yes. he dies. Okay. Yeah, so, I can't remember. So he won't be back for this. He's the, the one in that ambulance that flips yeah. over. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I think he was and then, supposed to get the Venom thing. Well, I mean, I think that's why he survived the crash, because yeah. he had one. Yeah, yeah. Then it moved from him to somebody it's else riot. in the ambulance, and that's he why... He had Riot, so Riot kept him alive, but then Riot jumped to that Malaysian nurse, uh, EMT, and not you, a nurse. And EMT. remember, friends, riots are bad. All right, so... He does seem to be bad this whole time. Yeah, he's a bad guy. When you hear Riot, you think bad. 
So let's cut to San Francisco. I it think says, venom would also be bad. Venom's only a little bad. <laughs> Worked out for Bane. I don't know. It seems like uh, Eddie Brock sucks out the poison. <laughs> I'll allow it. So it says San Francisco, California. Not to be confused with San Francisco, New York. Which is where Eddie Brock usually is. All right, we see Eddie sleeping, and Anne wakes him up, and there's some ominous music. It's supposed to scare you, but come on, we're barely out of the credits. So no one thinks anything of significance is going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie Brock here. We get the Eddie Brock report, montage, so we see what kind of reporter he is. And he lives in San Francisco. So he's definitely doing a lot of pieces around the area, yeah. and there's some um, Chinese alien like, things. And What's those fuckers called that chase celebrities around? Paparazzi. Uh, paparazzi. It's kind of paparazzi, yeah. but it's more investigative reporting. He's trying yeah. to break people that are doing bad yep. shit. But they do a lot of... It's very San Francisco-y yeah. of all the scenery. They're like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, you're in San Francisco. We got it. You're not in New York. Got it. Well, I thought it said <laughs> in the... Yeah. I thought it said in the trivia that in the comics, after he gets fired from the Daily Planet, he takes a job in San Francisco. This is after he becomes Venom. I don't remember. I, I'm pretty... I. There was a lot of trivia. 84% sure I read in the trivia that in the (laughs) comics, Eddie Brock moves to San Francisco after he is fired from the Daily Planet. So him and Venom do move to San Francisco. I I remember in the comics he sticks around because he fucks with Spider-Man for a long time. Maybe after they settle their shit. But they do mention in the movie that he left New York. Ah, very good. (laughs) Because of all that little problem in New York. They don't say what it was, though. It's a hell of a movie. No, he pissed off the wrong people in New York and had to leave. <laughs> There's no reference to Spider-Man in this, and this is the first time the Venom doesn't have a spider on his chest. Yep. Well, he does. They have a little, um, as he's getting ripped off at one point, it shows up, but it's like a blanking music kind of deal. Mm-hmm. That's for the, There's a lot of stuff in this movie. Like when Tyler Durden splices in people having sex in movies? Yes. Okay. Also, the building that Eddie lives in is called the Schuler <laughs> Building, after the kid that invented Venom. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. It's a lot of little things like that. All right, so um, Eddie has a big-time interview, and he goes and meets with his boss, and his boss is like, hey, you're going to go interview Carl- Carlton Drake? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There you go. I was going to say Carlton Banks, but that's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if it was. <laughs> <a> dance lesson. <laughs> so, you know, and he's like, hey, go ask him about the, the space program. Don't be a dick. And he's like... Why would I be a dick? I mean, because of reasons, reporters and stuff. Because, because he's, he's always the dick. worst. Yeah. So <laughs> the best. He says he's a great. He's a great investigative. Re- re- oh no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Carlton Drake. He was like, <laughs> yeah. "Why would I be a dick? Because he's terrible." Yeah. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> well, his last name is Drake, which is serpent, serpent, serpent-like, which usually means you're a bad guy. Serpentine. What do you mean, like Drake the rapper? Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, nothing to play with. Venom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That may have to become a bingo. <laughs> Doesn't count if you say Venom once. You gotta say it at least three times. <laughs> like Beetlejuice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so he meets with Anne to discuss his big time interview. And this is when she manfer- she references the New York thing. It's like, hey, don't be a dick like you were in New York. Mm-hmm. And comic kind of fans are like, yay. She's like, look, you got to keep your job. Uh, and her co- her law firm represents Drake. Drake. Mm-hmm. So she's like, also, this kind of could be bad for me, too. If you try, you know, like we're connected mm-hmm. and we're connected. And <laughs> you got to. You gotta be able to play on all the fields. <laughs> so the second person in a row tells yeah. Eddie, "Don't be a dick." So and he's what like, be? "Don't be a, a dick." dick. Yeah. He's like, "I don't think so." So anyway, they go home and they bone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It was date night. It was date night. And they do a little <laughs> of what the kids call hibbity hibbity. Mm. And while the, you know, he just. You know, went to Pound Town. We okay. should only refer to it as entering the premises in this movie because in our last movie with Tom Hardy, it was entering the premises. Okay, so he enters, <laughs> he enters the premises and she's not barely, you know, post-cordis. And he runs over to her computer and is like, well, let me log on and start fucking looking around here doing <laughs> investigative reporting. Can you see my finger quotes? Because this is called illegal search and seizure. <laughs> this little this will shit will put you in jail, but I don't think she prosecutes. She should have. So she goes and she finds her legal documentation from the Life Corporation. She and we see that there have been three um, lawsuits against him for deaths. Yeah, for wrongful deaths, which is privileged information. Yeah. All right. So then uh, we go to the interview. Did we go to the interview? Yes, we go right to the interview. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and we. <laughs> ah. Anyway, words are hard. And he's given a. Drake's giving a presentation to some kids, and one of the kids has a question. He's like, one of the other kid's like, shh, be quiet. He's like, don't ever let them silence you. They <laughs> show that he's a really good guy, and he gives this little girl a pin. Aw. He probably could have skipped this part. Probably could have skipped For time's yeah. sake. All right, we'll skip over that, and let's go right to the interview. <laughs> so if everything goes first, good at first, like, hey, you invented this thing, help pink, yada, cancer patients live longer, twice as long. It's like, actually, three times as long, yada, yada, yada. Oh, hey, why are you a dick? And what about you killing all of these people? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never killed anybody. And he gives those names specifically. And Drake's like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. And security kicks him out. And guess what happens now? Eddie goes back to his office. And his boss says, for a smart guy, you're really a dumbass. You're fired, Eddie. I can't trust you. Have a nice life. Well, they want his source. And he won't. Tell them what his source is. Because if he had a legitimate source, then these could be legitimate questions. But he can't name the source because his source is illegal hacking into my girlfriend's shit. (laughs) Now, and I think this is why she doesn't press charges. Because he doesn't reveal a source. Mm -hmm. And then... She, they, they assume it's her. Well, no, they must have, she must have been the only one with that information. Outside of the company. Outside of the life fund. I wouldn't think so. I'm assuming all there's they more would than have one to, lawyer that got All the they would have to email. do is say, hey, your boyfriend but yeah. interviewed this guy <laughs> and used personal confidential information. And she would, and, and then they would fire her. And they'd be like, I'm sorry, you're a security risk. Maybe you didn't give it to him because you're a good lawyer, but he obviously hacked your shit, so now you're done. He knows the password to your computer, and that's not okay. Her password is password. Yep. Terrible. Like, I know Tony's password, and I... What? And... Oh, no, I know they, your password. And they pro- you know mine! And I'm sure... <laughs> well, don't say it now. We're alive. And I'm sure folks. Drake doesn't want them pressing charges, because if they do, then they have to talk about why they're pressing charges. Yeah. Which is why it would be a bad idea to fire her, because she could say she was fired because of this, and then it would... But they might have No, but they could fire her for breach of confidentiality. Some, mm. They might have offered hey, her let's some keep kicking this dog. <laughs> don't talk about this. Don't ever yeah. give any information about it, and... And you know, we'll or, give you good references. Just keep yeah. fucking kicking them. Kicking them. Kicking them. Just go. <laughs> John wants to finish and we should let him. Let him. <laughs> now we can't talk. Uh, anyway, so everybody dumps Eddie. Eddie's in, down at dumps and, you know, he's like, wow. Poor guy. This seems to surprise Eddie. He's like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> He looks so, like, confused. Like, why is everybody mad at me? First I lose my job, then I lose my girl. I'm being shit on. That's all shit on. No, I'm sorry. That was Wayne from Wayne's World. <laughs> but you see why Venom's usually a bad guy. Because the Venom symbiote wants a bad guy. 
And guess who's a bad guy? Eddie Brock. If you're not sure. Loose morals. Loose, loose yeah. morals? He's one of those loose dipshits morals. in the press that think they can do whatever they want. Because it's for the people. No, it's not. It's for their own personal career. Mm. Well, that's true. But, I mean, he was as... He, he kind of got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He was asking about wrongful death lawsuits. And I said, and I said that to Tony because Tony's like... He explained to me the whole bad guy thing because I was I said to Aaron I was like but Venom's not really a bad guy he's oh, yeah, not a villain and oh, sure and I and I, so I just didn't does get that sense. from this movie because to me the worst thing that Eddie Brock does is look at her computer and take that information but I don't think that he was a bad guy when he was exposing what these people were the, the terrible he had, things it might be that how he got the information on. he may be doing illegal things I to would get the say he's like Sherlock Holmes questionable morals. <laughs> Willing to do illegal shit to get the information to take down someone that he thinks is a bad person. Right. Yeah. It's just remember, not as catchy. You can't go, Sherlock. Sherlock. Remember, we've already covered that he was run out of New York. Right? Well, see, I didn't know Watson. that until Watson. today. <laughs> well, no, they mentioned it in the movie. Yeah, they mentioned that some bad shit happened in New York and he had to leave, but I didn't know that it was that he did anything illegal. For all I know from this movie, he just exposed well, somebody movies, who was yeah, pissed like off. Like <laughs> or he crossed the line and got fired or something like that. Yeah. They don't really say what. Well, they don't want to make him look like a bad guy. He's, well, Venom even says, you're a loser, Eddie. You're a loser. Like me. Yeah. They're both kind of losers. Anyway, so Drake gets his symbiotes and uh, knows more about them than any person should getting the fact that they just made it to this planet. You think he wouldn't get all this knowledge until after he they did a little had riot mm-hmm. yeah. in his brain. So the riot host is, is walking around the Malaysian market and walks over and just grabs some eels and starts eating them. And, and this, I wrote, this I forgot about all folks. the gross eating in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this upsets some folks, so he kills them all. All right, mm-hmm. cut to a bonding process. And we see the symbiote has um, made symbiosis with a rabbit. And it looks promising, and we learned that... Um, the host needs to be compatible with the symbiote, kind of like an organ donor. And Drake's like, wow, that's amazing. We should do things scientifically and take small steps and be safe about it. <laughs> nope. The way a good sign. No, that's not what he does. Yeah. He says, start human trials now. Which <laughs> seems like somebody who did really good things for science, that would be his thing. Yeah. I feel like I have to assume that one of the symbiotes attacked one of the astronauts when they went to investigate the comet that they were all on, and that's where he gets all this knowledge. I'm just going to assume that in my head. I want to know how Elaine fixes plot holes. How do they get the symbiote? Out or off of the bunny? I, mean, I think leaves. the bunny dies know, and they, it leaves. Oh, you think it just dies? Because well, almost all their trials, I think, it kills the host. They don't say I it in the movie. I think it leaves I'm and then the you. bunny goes upstate to that farm in New York where Officer Sapir lives. He retired. I'm going to tell you <laughs> to because range. it's covered in actual venom lore. Mm-hmm. The symbiotes, when they go get on you, mm-hmm. they drain you and kill you. Right. Mm-hmm. They never bond and make uh, an equal habitat. The only reason why Venom does that with Eddie Brock or whoever he bounces to is because he wants to. Yeah, he, he decides makes he doesn't the want to kill him. To do that. So the symbiote is killing the rabbit. That's why the dude later on yeah. at first are like, oh wow, we have made symbiosis and everything's great. Hey, why is that guy dying? Well, because the symbiote's killing him. Yeah. He's draining him like a vampire. Or, <gasps> or a spider. Vampire. 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 That's going to be really annoying. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway. Tony Barry ruined that song for you. <laughs> can't. can't. Alright, anyway. This is fucking so, Audra's head now, though. <laughs> so now Eddie's at the bar and he's getting drunk and he does his warrior voice. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, <laughs> he says, I'm going to go home, chase myself around the apartment, and play hard to get. I really like that one. <laughs> um, we meet Maria, 
who has taken all of the free papers that Eddie's looking for, and he's like, hey, where are the papers? She's like, $5. Like, $5 for a free paper? Anyway, a little, little banter back and forth. You see they have their friends, and then he ends up giving her 20 bucks. So he was at the bar spending money. He's giving this girl 20 bucks. He must have a really good job. Oh, it's to show that he's not a... Also, it shows that there's a relationship between him and this homeless woman that lives in the stu- that lives on the stoop right by his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. This is his neighborhood. These are his people. See, look, I actually wrote here. See, he's a good guy. Or because not a total. He's done a, lot of, he's done a lot of bad things so far in the movie. We got to redeem him a little bit. What was that line it's from Guardians control. of the Galaxy? I may be an a hole, but I'm not, not completely a, dick. Not a total dick. <laughs> I heard you guys were. What does his rocket say? Uh, arrogant assholes. And he, oh, I <laughs> wink with the wrong eye. I forget what he said. Oh, I heard you guys were conceited douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> that was when we got the wrong eye. Damn, I did it again. All right, so we meet, we meet Mrs. Chen, who's getting shaken down by who? Welcome back to the podcast, the hype man from Kickboxer. Oh, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tung Po's hype man, after Tung Po died, had to come to San Francisco hey, and start shaking people you down. That's what you got to do, man. <laughs> Times is rough. Anyway, Eddie, Eddie sees the shakedown and does nothing, but he buys some Pepto-Bismol and a sandwich. Yeah, which is an odd combination. But which he's probably eaten these sandwiches eating, before, and he's like, say, I'm going to need this. <laughs> no shit. And Mrs. Chen says, life hurts, Eddie. Anyway. He has a relationship with Chen, too. You mm-hmm. can tell. He yep. doesn't know her a lot. All right. And we go back to Eddie's house, and we see that Eddie's neighbor is quite the ladies' man. And Eddie must be is one of those... right? Must be one of those uh, really into his penis and like a pecker checker, because he says, wow, what a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what a dick. Mm-hmm. These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Right. Carly's on her phone. She thought it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something. Uh-huh. All right, so we have some PBR product placement as Eddie drinks beer and he's trying to find a job. And we see people in movies, and it makes me seem like the money is free for everybody. Because this guy is living in a quite large apartment in San Francisco. Yes. And he has no job. He must he sell boats on the side. <laughs> he makes you got to wonder, his girlfriend must... Did she move out, or no, is this his? Lives in, no, in the is, other place. Yeah. Which did they? So they were keeping separate apartments. No, I Be- think he had no. his own. No, but he's got a relationship with Mrs. Chen, with the homeless person, and he's still looking for a job. So it doesn't seem like it's that long since he got fired. So I think he was keeping his own I, apartment. I think it said six months later. It might have said six it months. It did because I remember that's a long saying, time to be without a job. Well, this is the movies yeah. where money is just given away. I, I mean, I saying, need a fake movie job. He needs to be building some boats. <laughs> <laughs> we just made that baby joke or otherwise. Ago. I'm just saying. But I, I need a movie saying, job. Man, she she broke up with her fiance and has another dude living with her, and it's only been six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Real quick, it yeah. happens though. Yeah. Well, sometimes you break up with someone you thought you were meant to be with, and then you meet the person and that's I, supposed to be with you forever. And I, I think In when you words, are angry, yeah, right. Oh, when Jesus! You're angry, pissed off breakup. It's easy, it's faster. Like it's easier to move mm. on faster. Anyway, so we're back at the lab, and we and human trials begin, and they don't go well. No. The symbiote actually tries to get at Drake. And um, and he no-sells the death like, eh, whatever. Next! <laughs> and Eddie's back and... Hmm. And bleh, he says, bring in some more volunteers. We need to hype this up. And we cut back to Eddie, who's going back to Mrs. Chen's. But this time he doesn't see Maria. And he's like... He pauses and looks around for her like, hey, where'd she go? See, he's not a total dick. And then he starts talking aloud... And he's like, you know, back in the day, I was uh, quite the investigative reporter. And you had to follow people around. Meanwhile, he's looking at, like, the oodles and noodles. <laughs> and he's like, and I actually got pretty good at it. But you, you suck. And we see the door of Skirth is there. 
She was and trying to trying to hide. She was trying to hide. And he's Terribly. like, "Who are you, and what do you want? Who is your daddy, and what does he do?" <laughs> Um, he mentioned, she mentions that she works for the Life Foundation, and he's like, oh, that's great for you. Gans you some soup and walks away. We're done. Um, and she wants his help, because what do you do when you want to be a whistleblower about some deaths? You find the one reporter in the world who does not have a job or an outlet to tell the story and <laughs> give it to them. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's, that's what you do. Although... Yeah. If you give him evidence that he could take to a publisher, he might be able to sell that story. Plus, you can just post anything you want on the internet. Uh, there's that. Mm-hmm. Well, then why does she need him? I don't think she's, she's afraid for her right. and her family's safety. But if you do it on the internet, you can do it under what's called a pseudonym. Okay. And they'll could, never trace it back to you. You can be. <laughs> you use a Dunkin' Donuts free Wi-Fi and use the pen name Walt Whitman. Not even with all of Carlton Drake's money, he'll never be able to trace that. Never happened. <laughs> Carlton Drake wouldn't be able to trace it from a reporter back to you either. Yes, but a <laughs> with all of his worldly. I mean, the guy got aliens for Christ's sake. And the whole time when, and I know I'm skipping ahead a little, when she brings him in, I'm like, aren't they on camera somewhere? They have to be on camera somewhere. <laughs> yep. Well, she does not seem, obviously, from Jump, that she knows what she's doing. And Eddie is just pissed off at this giant douchebag, douchebag, and douchebag, and doesn't seem to fucking care. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Eddie does what any normal person does. He goes for a walk. And where does he end up? Ann's house. And we see she's on a date. And we meet Dan. Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan. He seems like a good dude. Who leaves his girlfriend alone with her ex-fiance who got her fired and says, have at it, I'm going inside. <laughs> I'll let you guys catch up. He's, he's not thinking, I gotta worry about this dude. Although he never... might be thinking, I need to, she, like, they, there might be a fight out here. <laughs> this, is, this is where you see the trope that's there. It's like, we get to see the fiance. Now, if the fiance's an asshole... They're getting back together at the end. If the fiancé is a nice guy, then they're probably not going to get back together. Yes, but no person in their right mind would leave them outside together like that. Why not? Because she's probably going to get mad and yell at him. (laughs) He cost her her job. So? He was a douchebag. I would never do that. Like, ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Dr. Dan is obviously a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Doesn't... is very confident in his relationship with Anne, so he goes in the house and he's like, all right, I'm yeah, just going like, to let you take care of this because if I butt in, then I sound like a crazy, jealous person. It's none of mine, never mind. I'm going to go in the house. I could see This is what you out. want your well-adjusted yes. boyfriend to do, which people don't actually do in movies especially. He's so I well, like this. He's also a probably wealthy doctor. And this yeah. guy lives off of ramen noodles with yeah. Mrs. Chen. So. They got her fired. Like he, but, she's not going to go back to him. He doesn't have to. But I could see maybe he's in the house somewhere where he can still kind of keep an eye yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. If shit goes she down, may re- she may not want to get back with him, but she may relapse and have that you know hippity dippity. Not on the stoop. <laughs> you never know. This is San Francisco. They don't know the laws out there. It's like a foreign land. I don't think you can have sex on your stoop in San Francisco. <laughs> you don't know. San Francisco. Since I treat. believe it is a shared. <laughs> it's like rice and rice. Look, he, Dr. Dan is an actual nice guy. This is surgeon. what this is what nice guys do. This is why people actually like nice guys. Nice guys finish last. That's mm-hmm. not that's I'm, I'm just singing a Green Day song, honey. The varsity blues song. <laughs> Tony really She may not be this like right. She'll do right I now. I feel like I should write down that Tony needs that I should pick varsity blues for Tony's birthday. <laughs> I think so too. 
I'm not do against we, it. Do we still have that somewhere? It's right there. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, where are we? So well, any whipped cream bikini. Billy Bob crab baby. My favorite tertiary. You thinking about calling some dinosaurs? <laughs> I'll give him a holler. All right, so Eddie missed her, and she's not happy with him, and she still wants to give it. And he wants to give it another shot. She's like, "No, you suck. You, you suck." Job. <laughs> All right, so this Ellen motivates fired. Eddie, and what does Eddie do? He doubles down on his dumbness and breaks into the life fund with Dora, because now he's changed his mind. He wants to do something good, so he commits. Well, it's not really breaking in. I was gonna say he doesn't break in. in. She let no, him he's. In. It's perfectly. She let him in. And she's the one breaking rules. He's trespassing. And no, no and an employee, she let, she let him in. He she didn't have the do authority to do that. Yeah. Okay. She, she had access to all those spaces. I know, but she's she she's works not there. supposed to bring people in there. Yes. Yes. They have aliens. That's, but that's, but that's on not her, illegal. and that's not on him. That would be a company policy. It wouldn't be illegal. I think she'd be fine. Okay. Anyway, so we get an exposition from her about what symbiotes are and how they work. And I said, why didn't they do this in the car? And Tony goes, because we have to have them talk about something as they go up in the <laughs> <Yeah>. building. <laughs> otherwise, it's awkward. Yeah, otherwise they're just walking down the hallway. Did they come minutes. in the same vehicle? We don't know that. They sure. did. Hmm. Oh, did they? Did he had to duck down while oh, she entered right. the parking garage. <laughs> so, and... and she does what any logical person would do. Hey, someone's coming. Let me put you in the super secret lab. But don't touch anything. Which is code <laughs> like for that was go happen. in there and fuck some shit up. Yeah. Which he does. And I was like, I can't believe there's not camera footage. And I said, I can understand why there's not cameras here. In the lab? Because they don't want any evidence yeah, of what's want- going on in here. <laughs> right. However, in the, the parking garage, in the lobby, every other house. There may not even be cameras there in the hallway right here. There should have been a security <laughs> guard. I'm sure there's a security booth to get in the parking garage. There's a security like monitor to get in the building. Mm-hmm. Well, can anybody guess how this turns out as soon as Eddie goes into the lab? Not good. Not shit good. hits the fan. The shit is, yeah, that's what <laughs> or the homeless said. woman the hits, hits the, the door. Yeah. Um, he so, sees his homeless lady friend. Yeah, he finds Maria and he's like, Maria! Oh no! Let me get you out of here! And he's trying to figure it out. And just then, she freaks the fuck out and breaks through the glass and attacks him. And she's like, Maria, no! No, Maria, don't do that! And then the symbiote goes from Maria into Eddie. And she dies. And she dies. And he almost doesn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) I think if Venom jumped in my face and melted into my body, I'd be a little concerned. He's like... What's going on? <laughs> He's right in the middle of, like, this woman just attacked no, him. He's flying and around. And all the alarms are going, I don't know how distracted I am before I notice Venom and seeping in I my pores. I gotta tell you, you might just think you're hallucinating if you see Venom sleep, seeping in your pores. Maybe. We don't really know You've how immediately you're aware <laughs> of this situation. <laughs> well, true that. True that. And the ruckus understandably brings uh, the attention of some guards. A Can lot of guards. Can you describe the ruckus? <laughs> <laughs> If you want brief, then bring the ruckus Wu Tang Clan in on the phone. Oh, okay, shit. but anyway, so this is the night shift, and there are a lot of guards. Like how many? All of them, I think. At because least thirty. There was like thirty or forty <laughs> motherfuckers there on I'm, the night shift. I'm performing illegal experiments on humans. I'm gonna have a bunch of dudes there. I'm a bunch you don't of dudes. hire forty guys. Do you, have you know who can't keep a secret? In forty motherfuckers. Four wheelers ready to go. Uh, that, that was. Tony <laughs> was like, "Damn!" Well, like these motherfuckers are on the spot, <laughs> man. This is a pretty big facility. It looks like maybe he's got his own little private Blackwater team. The army doesn't keep this many guys working at night, <laughs> <laughs> and they got nukes and shit. <laughs> anyway. So they give chase to Eddie, but he, now he's got some super abilities. And he, he's confused by how fast and how high he could jump, and he's like, what the hell's going on? Doesn't he almost, he like ducks down, like does this sliding splits thing too, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. And he's like, how do I do that? <laughs> he's confused, but he's going on instinct, so. 
All right, so now we're at Eddie's house, and he's hungry. So like any logical person, he goes and he eats a bunch of frozen tater tots. He's like, oh, I'm so hungry. Let me go in the trash. And he goes, oh, yeah, because he finds some half-eaten chicken. And he eats the chicken, and well, the trash. That's, I mean, Venom, you can tell that Venom is kind of driving this train. Yes. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit driving this train. Well, he goes and he has to throw up, and he's brushing his teeth, and he's like, what's wrong with me? Then you hear uh, Venom go, Eddie. And and this understandably freaks him the fuck out and knocks himself out. (laughs) All right, so Drake, we're back at the lab, and Drake's freaked out about the break-in, and we see the the progress in the program, and rather... um, what am I saying here? They've lost the symbiote. They, yeah, they've lost the... He's like, hey, wait a minute. What's going on? You've lost one. How the hell did you lose one? By the way, you're firing. Fire some dude. The security guard. And he does what any logical person would do now. He says, okay, we've had some setbacks. There's been some problems. Let's bring this form, Let's bring this entire program lost, back a little bit. We lost two out of four aliens. Yep. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's pump the brakes a minute. Let's regroup and do some logical thinking as scientists. Nope. He doesn't do that? <laughs> no. Oh, no. He goes the other way. says, I want to speed up trials. Because he's a megalo... He's a... Megalomaniac. Megalodong. <laughs> That's not funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So, Eddie walks... I'm sorry. Wakes. And looks over his uh, pictures. And we see uh, that Riot has landed in San Francisco. This must be a thing that they're drawn together because of all the entire Earth, the symbiote just happened to go to San Francisco. There's like two left in the world. It's a fun place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's going there to get the rocket. Oh, yeah, because he wants to go get no... the rest of the symbiote so they could come down and eat all the people. Do you know where there's rockets? China. Do you know how close China is to Malaysia? It's right there. But you he, wouldn't fly around the world. He knows about this Life Network's rockets. <laughs> this is an alternate reality. Where maybe China doesn't have rockets. Maybe the Life Network's rockets are the best, most powerful rockets that will get there the fastest. And he wants to bring all those people back so they can eat all the people. Anyway, so Riot sees a little girl. He says, I spy with my Riot eye. A creepy looking kid. The girl from the fucking Shine. Like, if this little girl comes to your house and just standing outside a door when you open it, you're going to kick her. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, if I was a mom with that little blonde girl and the Asian lady who looks like she's got the plague follows me in the bathroom, I'm keeping an eye on my kid. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, the host for Riot is looking rough. <laughs> she looks like she has got some COVID-19, some bird flu, some something sketchy. They weren't in China. They were in Malaysia. Excuse me. Malaysian lady. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. What, she looked bad. She looked not well. I would be keeping an eye on my kid around people at the airport that looked like they might have the might be patient zero for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> she did look like she had slither slugs in her. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So typhoid Mary um, finds a little girl. All right. So we cut to Eddie, who's you know a little freaked out. He's like, I got to find Anne. And this at this point, Venom is hungry, and he calls Anne's office. It's like, where is she? Where is she? He goes full Batman. And they tell her. And he breaks in on her date. I was like, they're not going to tell you. And then he's like, thanks. I wouldn't I was fucking like, tell him shit. <laughs> so then, he, well, they really need to so the plot can move on. Yeah. I know, but that's not real. <laughs> it's a movie. None of this Symbios is real. Symbiotes aren't really. Venom. <laughs> no, I know. Venom. Venom. <laughs> 
All right, so Anna's on a date with uh, Dan, and Eddie busts in, and he's hungry, like really hungry. And he's jumping around. He's a little weird, and he's like, oh, I'm hungry. Weird? He's like, first he's like, hey, I want to show you these pictures. Here, look at these pictures. God, I'm hungry. And he grabs a steak, takes a bite out of it, and pans it, puts it back on the plate, and goes, this is dead. Okay? <laughs> this is dead. And he's walking around to the other tables, and he's like, wow, I'm really hot. And at this point, Dan's like, are you okay, dude? No, because he's like having the manic episode to end all manic episodes. <laughs> yes. So this idea to get into the um, lobster tank was Tom Hardy's idea. So originally they just had the tank and he was going to grab a lobster, but he was like, no, I want to get in the tank. Because he's so, so they, hot. They had to build a tank so Tom Hardy could jump in it. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It works. And they're like, call the police. And Dan's like, I'm a doctor. This man is my patient. Dan... Bad move, son. <laughs> Dan is a good dude. Yes, Dan really is a good is. dude. Dan is a good dude. <laughs> Too good for his own This good. is going to turn and bite him in the ass because your girlfriend's going to be making out with him in the woods. Spoiler. She, okay, she does. Uh, okay, she doesn't do that. No, <laughs> but technically, she's venom she's at the time. So that could have been Venom's idea. Cheater, cheater. Cheater, cheater. If you are uh, taken over by a symbiote oh, and while in your symbiote form Speak, kiss somebody else speaking, I will once speaking I will not life. call that cheating mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah it depends who it is <laughs> guarantee you really, where the hell did you get a glove from it's, Elaine's pulling rubber gloves out of places it's from work it's from work I, those, I hope those are rubber gloves <laughs> those better be rubber gloves I put on a jacket last week that I hadn't worn since school was in because it was cold last week and there were gloves in the pocket. <laughs> anyway, um, so he jumps in the lobster tank and he starts talking gibberish and he grabs a lobster and starts eating it. Don't worry, folks, that's a gummy lobster. This is made of marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> it was much like that scene in Game of Thrones where um, uh, Dan Ayers was eating a, like a liver or something. That was candy too. Yeah. Would you stop with that? <laughs> I'm trying to talk here and read. <laughs> no props for you. Celebrating her birthday over here. Is there alcohol in your coffee? <laughs> I blew up a glove so it was a big hand and then I slapped Carly in the face when John and Tony weren't looking. All right, so we cut to Dora. But just a gentle love tap, not like a real Shush. S-H-H-H-H-H-H-H. It's also a callback. This means war. Stop being cunty. You have to use a British accent when you say it. Stop being cunty. See, doesn't that make it nicer? All right, so we cut the door who's uh, getting busted for letting Eddie in mm-hmm. about the security people. And uh, Drake's trying to figure out where, the, what the other symbiote and how they've created equilibrium, but somehow this guy is dying. And why is that? And he can't figure it out. Well, because it's an alien and you don't know dick about aliens. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. There is that. <laughs> but he's like, who did you bring in here? Because I need to know because they have... One of the symbionts. Mm-hmm. Would you think they would and be able to tell who it is just by reviewing the camera footage? Because this douchebag has met and ruined the life of one Eddie Brock. <laughs> right. And for all he knows, these symbiotes, if they're out in the world, may cause the next black death. We don't know. No. He, he doesn't care about, about that. that. He just wants know. it back. Is there air? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we cut to Eddie on a trolley. And Venom starts talking to him. Which, understandably... Freaks him the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps telling him that he's hungry. Because either you have an alien in you or you're schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> or both. Neither works out well. All right. So he runs home and he starts cooking. And Anne calls him to tell him that he has a parasite. And what's funny about this scene is Dan is on the line as well. And they're like, hey, you have a parasite and don't worry, we're going to get it out. And during all this, Venom is like, nope. <laughs> he's like, 
we're gonna get rid of the parasite. He's like, never happened. He's like, it's really not that bad. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's really it's funny. Mm-hmm. Your venom sounded like Colin Farrell there for a minute. I think your pants have influenced your accent. <laughs> so anyway, the neighbor acts up again, but this time he's not having this. He comes next to us like, hey, look, I've had he's a really bad day. Really yeah, loud. he's like. Can you turn it down? He's like, whatever, dude. And then he gives him, like, full venom face. Like, he's like, you got it. Part of the problem <laughs> is that they're very success... Sensitive. S- sensitive to... Sound. Noise. To noise. To, su- to frequencies above a certain amount of kilohertz or whatever it Decibels. is. Decibels. And they use hertz. Yes. When but... It, like when you get hit in the nuts with a football, in megahertz. Yes. But... And the guys... The guitar music is doing that. So venom goes and takes care of it. All right. So back at the lab... Uh, Nora is getting grilled by Drake. She won't tell him. Guess how this ends up? She ends up locked in a room with a symbiote. Oh, shit. And he, she dies. <laughs> he kills her. He kills her a lot. <laughs> and now back at Eddie's place, um, Venom tells him, hey, don't open the door. Watch out for these guys. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he opens the door, and oh, shit. I was like, why would you open the door? <laughs> there, because there some I don't ruffies. believe that the voices in my head are telling me the truth yet. He doesn't know he's he has got spider sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or venom sense. Venom. Right. I mean, they got him venom. out of the building when there were a hundred guards chasing him. <laughs> he, he doesn't know that was, that's what he did that. He's still not really yeah, accepted the reality of his current situation. He thought situation. he jumped 90 feet in the air and bent the He thought that he climbed that tree really, yeah. really fast. And <laughs> smashed through that other tree. He just did right. that. So there's some goons about, and they, um, they want to take Eddie in. They're like, hey, we're going to come get you. And he's like, well, I don't want to go. And this doesn't end well for the goons because now Venom starts doing the Venom thing. It's T one thousand. Oh my god! That they said fifty guards to go chase him. Well, it might have been more than that. They do. <laughs> they do fifty for everything, Carl. <laughs> All those guards that Teams. <laughs> look. This is the night shift. All those guards that survived went home, took a nap, and now they're back for time number two, and they have extra incentive because he already got away once. <laughs> All right, I need a latte. Send Alpha Team Six. Fifty guys. All 50. So now he he beats the shit out of all of them, and they're not dead. But now the Venom voice is like, let's bite off all of their heads and bite them in the corner. Uh, Pile of bodies. Pile of heads. Better? Because he, mm-hmm. he's like, why would we do that? Pile of bodies. Pile of heads. Now we've got to get lower. lower. I don't know if they're going to be able to super. No, not physically lower. Your voice has to get lower. <laughs> Elaine literally lowered her body down. <laughs> you got to get lower. All right, let me sit on the floor. Well, now I'm not going to growl this is as low as I can go. You've ruined it. <laughs> no, you ruined it by going like this. Shut up, I was trying to get lower. <laughs> I'm trying to do it better. better, better. <laughs> All right, so Eddie starts running. And his venom instincts take over and throw him out the window. <laughs> Not venom instincts. Venom takes over. <laughs> That's true. I'll allow it. <laughs> his instincts. So Eddie insults symbiote. Venom. symbiote. And Venom sticks him to a... So they escape and... Um, so Eddie gets down. He looks in the window of a, of a car and he sees Venom. He's like, what the fuck is that? You have a parasite. And uh, Venom's like, parasite? And sticks him to a wall. And, he, and then Eddie Brock says... You've got a brain tumor, Eddie. <laughs> and as the bad guys come around, he goes, can we talk about this later? And unpeels him from the wall. Because mm-hmm. um, the bad guys can track him now. <laughs> they have drones. I know, but they, yeah. they knew where he oh, was Sorry. before they sent the drones mm-hmm. out. Well, some <laughs> of them were conscious. They saw him jump out the window yeah, into the other building so they could infer where he was going to come out. Yeah. 
And they seem to have a lot of they access have a lot of guys. to video surveillance yeah, there's a throughout lot of the guys. city. Look, first of all, <laughs> the 50 guys that got beat up, that was just the first wave. There's like, <laughs> there's like a thousand guys here. These, is, Bravo. these are the guys that just happen to come across him. There's guys on every street. Yeah. It's bananas. <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S. All right, anyway. So, Eddie jumps on a motorcycle, and we have a, an interesting motorcycle chase. And we're going to skip over that and go right to the end, where, where Eddie falls off the motorcycle and breaks his legs and his nose and his fingers. Mm-hmm. And the goon comes over, and he's like, hey, we got you now, ha-ha. But then, then, we get Venom and all his venomness. <laughs> and this is the first time we get to see Venom, and he looks at the guy, and he's like, Eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks, so little time. And then somebody else hits him from behind. That was a bad idea because then he just threw the one guy and bit off the other guy's head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you do. And then he reverts back to... They do a very good job of not showing it actually get bit off or any blood of any kind. Right. Like there would be a lot of... Is this PG-13? I don't know. I imagine so because there's like no blood I mean, we know that Venom goes must down be. over the dude's head. And then and it cuts away real quick. <laughs> so Venom, Venom escapes, and uh, we revert back to Eddie, and he's like, he's understandably freaked out because his legs aren't broken anymore. It is PG-13. Mm-hmm. Well, his spit almost must automatically cauter- cauterize all wounds. Yeah, of course. clearly. Because he's, you know, it's Venom. It's Venom. Well, it's not an alien. It's not acid. Well, he is an alien. He's not a xenomorph. He's not a xenomorph. But I, we don't know what his ve- if Venom has Venom. Venom. <laughs> Three times, good. Okay, so he meets Venom face to face, and they kind of have a meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like you, Eddie. You are a loser, just like me. Okay. <laughs> so, and when they do the meetings, it's weird, though, because it happens with Drake, too. The dude, like, Venom, like, comes out of his back... And it's like just this weird tube of weird venominess. If you've seen face to face, see, it's not weird for me because I've seen Men in Black too. Oh, Johnny Knoxville. I thought you were gonna say the Abyss. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> another yeah. But it made me think of Men in Black too with Johnny yeah. Knoxville in a second head. Oh, I never saw that either. Of course not. <laughs> All right, so um, Venom tells Eddie we need to find the rocket, but and searching for Eddie. And this is what I don't get. Why does Venom on us? Get the rocket. We're gonna. I believe it's a throwaway line that we don't ever visit again. At this point in the movie, Venom want, has the same goal as Riot. Yeah. To get the rocket, go back to his planet, and bring his people here. His he does not, because his, and he's, he's gonna his people his race and he's gonna say that later when we get like the next paragraph down. Mm-hmm. So, um, so now uh, where are we here? I would think maybe they so need Eddie, the rocket because that's the only place where the coordinates to their thing maybe. are. Because maybe. The I love Malay, how he wants to hijack the show for 10 minutes. Like NASA doesn't have coordinates to this comet or whatever. Because it's a big-ass guy. So Eddie goes back to his old office and his, you know, the security guy won't let him in. And he's like, oh, look, I really need to go upstairs and to the boss's office. And he's like, no. And Venom's like, let's kill this guy. And he's like, no, you will not kill him. He is my friend. And he's only working to support his family. And the guy's like, three jobs. Yeah. I'm not do- you, know, you can't do that. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you want up? Just say so. And they literally climb up the side of the building. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a little chat. See, this is where they get to the top, and this is where Venom says, hey, your world's not so bad. It'd be a shame to see it go. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> so at this point, Venom is still on team kill all the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eddie goes in, and he writes a little note, 
about how, you know, hey, do the right thing, asshole. And leaves the phone with the mm-hmm. photos. And he looks out the window and Venom's like, jump. And he hits the button to the elevator and he goes, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And this is, and, and he should have done that because he, he should have just jumped. <laughs> because now Carl and Drake's guys are at the elevator, all fifty of them. Uh, no, they, they said they were SWAT. No, these are policemen. These are actual policemen. Because yeah. during this, he goes, "You do not eat policemen." Yeah, because this isn't Carl and Drake. No, these are actual this cops. The and, whole SWAT team. I guess the security guard dude called the SWAT team for some reason. And they actually they got there quick. They well, you know what? If I saw a dude that I used to know turn into Venom and climb up a building. I'm, yeah. I'm making at least one phone call, and it's only, and I'm only dialing three numbers. Right? All right. So anyway, they say, "Put your hands up," and they're like, and "He's like, no, you really don't want to do this, guys." And they're like, "Masks," and you hear copy. So then Eddie's like, "All right, fine, fuck it, mask." And then <laughs> Venom goes, "Copy," <laughs> and then he becomes full Venom, and these cops are a little freaked out, yeah, as, as you would. would. <laughs> and Venom um, escapes because of legit monsters in front of you. <laughs> And Eddie escapes, and he's trying to eat them, and Eddie says, you do not eat policemen. Yeah, this is San Francisco PD, not Stony Brook PD. No, Stony Brook already had him in a headlock choking him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Except for officers appear. Well, who's on he's the farm. Retired. Yeah, he's on, he's he's on that farm be, upstate with mm-hmm. the bunny. Dragon be chugging dynamite <laughs> out of him. Uh-huh. So Ann finds Eddie and takes him to the hospital. And they have a bit of what you call the shared moment. Oh. Uh, so right, Drake's lab riot finds him and transfers onto him, and that's all we're going to talk about that. Back at the hospital, Dan tells Eddie that Venom is actually killing him. Venom denies this. His heart is atrophying. Mm-hmm. Is supposed to liver failure, I want to say? And hits the frequency button, and Venom gets pulled out. And they lock Venom in a room, and he's like, you were killing me? Mm-hmm. What happened to we? We're done. And Eddie leaves. He said, Eddie, where are you going? He goes, anywhere but here. And they're like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this thing? Massive goo. <laughs> no. And it's like, where are you going? But Dr. Dan is like, what was that? <laughs> and while they argue back and forth, Venom just slips out and he's the like, And then they're like, where did he go? Air vents like he's fucking uh, John McClane. I was going to say, it's always air vents. <laughs> so Venom finds a dog and jumps on the dog. Um, just then... Uh, Drake's guys grab Eddie and Venom looks at Anne from the dog and you see the Venom eye thing happens so we know where Venom's going next um, we cut to Drake who has Eddie strapped to a gurney literary potato pie society mm-hmm. and he's looking for Venom and he's like I don't know and if I knew I wouldn't tell you suck a dick <laughs> Drake is trying to find a symbiotic relationship and he's looking for Venom and Eddie says I wouldn't tell you even if I knew so then Drake turns into Riot and gets in his face, and he's like, oh, I've never seen anything so ugly in my entire life. And then Riot leaves, and he goes, he has one up his ass, too. <laughs> I don't know why he says it like that. Be out in a strata chocolata? Right at the old strata chocolata. I think because, I mean, Eddie Brock is going through some step emotion. <laughs> <laughs> physically. Mm-hmm. All right, so Drake and Riot. He's a little unstable at the moment. Drake and Riot are having a little, um, you know, exposition where Riot tells them there's millions of symbiotes out there and they're going to take over the world and they will do whatever I want. He says, we, yeah, whatever we want. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at one point we learned that Drake's plan was to use the symbiotes so they could colonize 
so people could colonize space. You wouldn't need like this, spacesuits. This is Drake's plan, but the symbiotes have their own plan. Yeah. And now Riot has Drake, so they're going to be doing. And Riot seems to be more powerful, able to make Drake. You know, he's more powerful than Drake. I don't think Drake knew that they were sentient. I think Drake thought they would just be these things that you wear. Yeah, to protect you like spacesuits. Yeah, yeah, and then once they realize they have well, their own goals, well, I mean, because on their own they look like species that are smarter than you. Yeah, on their own they're kind of sentient goo, yeah. which like you would just think they were goo. Like, why am I covered with goo? Mm. Ghostbusters too. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where the hell are you from anyway? The upper the west, west side. side. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Eddie is taken out to the woods to be executed, <clears throat> and he says, this is going to end bad for you guys. Just then, She-Venom shows up. Oh, this shit. is weird. Why would they take him out into the woods? You think that they have their own little crematorium or something where they no, put all their bodies does, that they kill. Why does Venom have boobs now? Because it's Shenom. <laughs> well, actually, Venom's been a girl before, and they call her She-Venom. Oh, is which, that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, Shenom? <laughs> She-Venom? No, no, it's She-Venom. Don't, don't, just like That's She-Hulk. dumb. I didn't make the rules. Um, Marvel? That's dumb. Was, this was Hot what, take. Whoa. You know, that's that's a bold stance from 30 years ago. Wait till she sees Femme Thor. <laughs> yeah, ooh. She won't like that. They call her Femme Thor? I don't know. What, what do they call that's her? That's dumb. They just call her Thor. You're right. Yeah, but Thor. some guys call her like Femme Thor or something. Yeah. Like well, that's stupid. We're not going to tell you who female Thor is, but you already know. Because they had the poster with Natalie Portman holding a hammer. I'm sure the movie's going to do wait, great. I can't wait to see it because Taika Waititi is directing. <laughs> and I will go. Yeah. Hopefully it's great. They have a lot to live up to, let's be honest. I really like Thor Ragnarok. Anywhere but up <laughs> you? from there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> another, another hot take. Like it's gonna be hard for them to, to equal that. <laughs> they have to top that, or I'm gonna be like, eh, it's alright. <laughs> anyway, so um Shenum kisses <laughs> kisses Eddie and transfers Venom back to him. Mm-hmm. And then Venom leaves and alone in the woods. Outside <laughs> the Life Foundation. She's facility. like, I wanna come with you. And he's like, No. And even Tom Hardy's like or Eddie Brock is like, No, she she can come. She's she's fine. And and Venom's like, No, she's not fucking coming. <laughs> At this point, I think Venom has fallen in love with her too. Aww. They both love her. Oh. She must have beer flavored nipples. Well, he's been all up in her. Alright, so um Drake Drake's prepping a launch. And we cut to Eddie and Venom have a moment, and Venom tells Eddie that um, he was planning on taking over the planet, but he's changed his mind. He's like, why? He's like, I like you, Eddie. <laughs> you changed my mind, Eddie. But change your mind. Riot still has that plan, so we got to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Riot's going to ruin the world, so. All right, so. But it's funny because Venom is like, Riot's super strong and powerful, and we can't beat him, but we have to beat him. Mm-hmm. Now the, it seems like a bad plan. What about the other two symbiotes? Symbiotes. They're gone. They're they dead. Yeah. I think they died because they, they kept doing those experiments. Mm-hmm. And, and they can only survive so long without symbi- a, host. A, a host in our atmosphere. So mm-hmm. I feel like... All right, so... Because Drake apologizes to Riot about well, how then, they died. Then honestly, while still stupid, I don't fault Drake as much. If you find four or three aliens or whatever and you're like, whatever tests we done on it, we have to find... Sim- we have to find... Uh, uh, whatever fucking partners for these a- these aliens are, they're gonna die. We have to do this yesterday. I don't like, you know, it makes a little bit more sense. He's an evil villain. No, I know. So but you don't want the aliens to die. They're so right at the launch, Eddie wants to know, hey, can you take this guy? And he's like, no, he's got shit you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're in the, uh, the bleh, they're right on the platform there, and the fight starts out. 
And Venom gets a few good shots and right at the beginning, you know, bam, bam, bam. But then he gets his ass kicked for the remainder of the fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this continues until Anne shows up and she starts using the frequency, which separates the symbiotes from Somehow, the hosts. Somehow Anne finds her way out of the woods into the special super secret control room where they for have the rocket this one sound prepped in the loudspeakers. She's good. She's practically Batman. <laughs> no, she is. She's amazing. <laughs> Talk about a Mary hey, Sue. It's tough, tough, tough dealings down on that creek, man. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of Her us would last. Her man. <laughs> hey, none of us would last a day on the creek. No, not a day. All right, so then we have like a human battle royal symbiote thing where they all get joined into Riot. I call it puke fighting. <laughs> it's just a bunch of puke floating around. I'm like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Slither so, made a special guest appearance. There you go. So the symbiotes fall out of the humans, and Drake and Eddie have some fisticuffs, if you will. And it appears that Eddie's about to kill Drake because he's talking and kicks him off the edge. So he just committed what's called a murder. Mm-hmm. Murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or did he? Because um, <laughs> he murdered him. He gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Eddie murdered Drake in the same way Baron Corbin murdered um, Rey no. Mysterio. No. <laughs> it's just a fake murder. Oh, just a fake Because one. he fell well, off the side, but then he see, but he managed to catch himself, and Riot's symbiote is right there, so he holds out his hand, and then he gets the Riot squad. And then Riot murders Eddie. Yeah, actual. He, he sticks this big metal... Well, it's not really it's a symbiote knife thing through his it chest. It looks like a bat lift. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. He throws a batarang, right? right no, up. no, not a batarang. No, shh. A bat lift. Don't he, tell him. Shh. He gets it. This right is going to make him mad. What? But it doesn't get it in his ass. It goes in his through his Stump, center. Yeah. His, his heart, his stomach, sternum. his liver. Doesn't matter. Right in the kidney? Right in the middle. <laughs> right in the old strata chalk middle of. No. So, and anyway, so Venom rejoins Eddie. And pulls the knife out, just Just as the rocket ship is leaving. So Venom jumps on the plane, the plane rocket ship, and he (laughs) and he gets right, sorry, face to face or whatever their thing's called, face to face. (laughs) They get cowl to cowl, (laughs) right through the which is probably like three inch glass. Right, I hope. Yeah, here's how he gets up to the window and he says to Riot, and he tells Riot, "Hey, go fuck yourself." Because he tells him there's only two things that can hurt a symbiote. Sound, Sound and, and fire. fire. So then he takes that big um, knife-looking thing, the batarang, or the batlet. <laughs> and you were saying it correctly. And he destroys the damn spaceship and it explodes. And as he's falling, he says, Goodbye, Eddie. Because he's also burning up, too. And they well, fall. he makes like a parachute. He tries yeah. to save Eddie as best mm-hmm. as he can, but he keeps catching on fire. And Eddie falls into the, into the water. He's, no, Venom, no. All right, and that's it. Appears that Venom is dead. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Anne's house. No more Venom. Venom. It appears that Eddie Venom. lived, but <laughs> Venom sacrificed himself Wham. to save Eddie because yeah. they're true brothers. Oh, right. So at Anne's house, they find out that she's going to join the prosecutor's office because you know you now, public defender's <laughs> office. Yeah. Hmm? The public. She says the public defenders. Right, because she she says, "Oh, I'm gonna work pro bono because oh, I've decided yeah. to join the." Was it pro, uh, whatever? Yeah, you know she's gonna be a broke lawyer. <laughs> well, she got Doctor Dan money. That's true. Because right. they're still together. Because he's a nice guy. 
She has not yet left Dr. Danford. And she's been a corporate lawyer for a while, so she's probably got some savings. (laughs) All right, so Eddie's back into into writing, and he has a super exclusive, but he won't tell her who. And he wants to talk about that kiss, and she's like, that wasn't me, that was your friend. But it was really good. Uh, Ha, ha, ha. And we hear Venom's voice. She's into us, Eddie. She should be with us. She doesn't know we're going to get her back. Ha, ha, ha. He's alive. Super surprise right there. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see that shit. Not coming. at all. Mm-hmm. It would have been more interesting if he had actually been dead, but it's a Marvel movie, and it's a comic movie, and of course he's alive. But we get um, a Stan Lee cameo. This is the last Stan Lee cameo that came out while he was alive. May he rest in peace. The great one. Mm-hmm. Stan the man. Uh, who's walking his dog. Um... So Eddie lays some ground rules, and he's like, look, if you're going to stick around, we've, you, know, you can't just be eating people willy-nilly. You can only do that to bad people. And he's like, well, how, do you know, how do you know if they're bad? He's like, you just know. You can intuit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we go see Mrs. Chen. And he's like, I'm hungry. And if you don't take me something, too, your liver is looking mighty juicy. And he's like, all right, well, I know a place right up here. And just then, the hype man shows up again. And he's like, Mrs. Chen, give me your money. And he's like... That guy. And he's like, oh, yeah. So he walks over. He was going to have a dinner of tater tots and chocolate. (laughs) But now there's a bad guy. (laughs) And he walks over to the guy and he says, look, if you come back here and talk to her, you do this to anybody, we will find you. We will eat your arms, we'll eat your legs, and eat your face. You'll be the armless, legless, faceless thing. And second thought, eats him. He just bit off his head. He eats him. And then turns back into Eddie Brock. And Mrs. Chen is trying to figure out what's going on here. And he says, I got a parasite. <laughs> and he's like, parasite? And he's like, what? Parasite's a term of endearment. Like, dude, I'm going to have to tell people that you're a parasite. And you're going to have to get used to it. <laughs> and then I have, what does it say here, Elaine? Can you read that, uh, that line right there? And then we get, venom, venom. Okay. And we have the credits. But we have a mid-credit scene. The first mid-credit, the, well, the one mid-credit scene, this is Eddie's exclusive. And he's talking to Venom. He's like, hey, look, this is a big time. This is a me thing. This is not a we thing. So I need you to just keep your shit down and leave me alone. <laughs> and we see that he's meeting with Cletus Cassidy, who has written Welcome Eddie in his own blood of his, um, On a cell wall. His, cell, his prison thing. It's the same kind of prison that they had Harley Quinn in. in um. And who is Cletus Cassidy and why is this important? Cletus Cassidy's Carnage. Or will be carnage once he gets a symbiote. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he's he a serial killer. Yes. Yeah. It's like a not funny joker that gets a oh. symbiote and just starts fucking killing everybody. He does look like Carrot Top. Yeah. Who yeah. I would also <laughs> consider a not funny joker. <laughs> and he, he tells Eddie, he says, uh, when I get out. And I will be, get out. It's going to be carnage. Which carnage is. The name of his symbiote. His symbiote yeah. But he doesn't Which, have one yet that we know of. You wouldn't think that he would because Carnage is Venom's kid or offspring. Or I thought they would show it in the movie. Like the, the symbiotes or whatever you say, once in a while, they'll just have a little gremlin pop off of them. And then it'll mm-hmm. move over to somebody else and take somebody else. And now you're a symbiote. And I thought they would do that at the end here, but I guess they're saving it. Because in the comics, that's what happens. Maybe they'll show it in one of the interviews. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But anyway, so then we have yeah. more credits. And we have a post-credit scene, which is basically it's Into the Spider-Verse. Which is really good, and you should watch it because it has Elaine's favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, <laughs> played by Nicolas Cage. And that's Venom. What did you think, Carly? All right, my favorite character, 
was Eddie. My least favorite character was Carlton Drake. My favorite scene was in the restaurant when uh, he got in the lobster tank. That whole scene. My favorite line is from that scene when he says, This is dead. <laughs> I laughed out loud. <laughs> yes, she did. And I said, I think that's going to have to be my favorite line. Like, it's not anything super special, but it cracked me up. Um, my favorite tertiary object. I I was like, I don't really know. <laughs> so I went with Eddie's sweatshirt leather jacket combo. I don't know why. It doesn't look comfortable. I don't think I would like it. But it looks good on Tom Hardy. <laughs> well, what doesn't? <laughs> and I will give this movie a yay. It's not great, but it's perfectly enjoyable. Not for Ragnarok. Like Tony was telling me in the car on the way here, it's a movie that we would have all super loved if it came out 15 years ago. But when you compare it to any of the current modern day comic book movies, it doesn't compare really. It's not as good as a lot like Thor Ragnarok. But it's a it's an enjoyable movie. So All right. <laughs> wow. That was good. Uh Tony? All right. I was trying to find that line, but it's not important. Favorite character, Eddie Brock, of course. Least favorite character, Carlton Drake. It's not not very difficult. <laughs> My favorite line is the, I was trying to find the exact line, but the one that you say at the end, I thought it was funny, where he's like, I'm going to chew off your legs and chew off your arms. And Come in here face. again. In yeah. fact, you go anywhere yeah. in the city preying on innocent people, and we will find you, and we will eat both of your arms and then both of your legs. And then we will eat your face right off your head. Do you understand? Yes. And then this shakedown thug goes, no, no, please. And he goes, yes. So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Going down the street like a turd in the wind. Do you feel me? <laughs> yes. Then the hype man goes, what the hell are you? And then he goes, we are Venom. His <laughs> face opens so you can see Venom. Ooh, there you go. That was scary. Uh, my favorite scene is the puke fight. Where the two symbiotes are fighting, and it's like Eddie is fighting Carlton, punching and kicking him inside of the big mounts of slime while the mm-hmm. two are fighting on top. It's a pretty cool little scene. My favorite tertiary object is the bike that Eddie steals. It's a Ducati Scrambler. It's pretty cool. Was nice that bike. not the same bike that he drove on date night? Was that not just oh, that his, his bike? bike? Oh, was he his had bike? a motorcycle. I didn't know because we right. only saw him and her on the motorcycle for a split second. So it's probably the same bike. It probably is. <laughs> Another one that flies all around because you see that more is the Scrambler. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Oh, hmm. yay, the movie. It's, like I say, it's if this movie came out like at the time of Blade or like X-Men 1, it would probably be one of our favorite comic book movies. But it's just, you know, the story's a little eh, because it's whatever. Just, but it's, it's still an enjoyable movie and, you know, I liked it. All right. Elaine. Um, my favorite character is Venom. My least um, favorite character is the security chief, Roland Trace, which is the head thug. Oh, the bald guy? Yes. Yeah. Because I like a good thug, and that guy is not a good thug. Um, yeah, it wasn't scary. My favorite scene, and he didn't really seem very competent either. I want competency yeah. in my number one well, I want one him to be thug. scary looking. He didn't look scary. He, looks, like some, he looked like Bill Burr. Yeah. You know, he like, did. He like Bill Burr. A couple times I, I thought. I thought it was Bill Burr. Was that yeah. Bill Burr? 
And then I saw him, and I was like, no, it's definitely not yeah. Bill Burr. But <laughs> my favorite scene is when the incompetent thung, thugs come to Eddie Brock's apartment. Yeah. Because I like when, I just like that whole chase from when they get to the apartment to the end of the motorcycle chase. I just really like that whole part. My favorite tertiary object is the Venom, Venom, Venom theme song. It's <laughs> not an object. It's my favorite tertiary object. Okay, duck, you have to chug it. I almost picked Dr. Dan. He's not an object. That's whoa. a character. <laughs> we let characters slide when they're tertiary <laughs> objects. <laughs> you can, uh, a person can be a tertiary object, but Dr. Dan is in it way too much. I know, that's why I, I didn't. And my favorite <laughs> line is outstanding. Now let's bat off all their heads and pile them up in the corner. Why would we do that? Pile of bodies, pile of heads. Because it just... It started out good, but at the end there, she lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Sorry. I can't do that gravelly stuff for too long. But I just like how how happy Venom was about the thought of a pile of bodies and a pile of heads. <laughs> Makes me smile at his pure joy. And I love your and smile. I'm going to give this a yay. I hope so. I got it for your birthday. I think this is a good movie and not just something I would enjoy if it came out 15 years ago. I, it's not... I enjoyed it today. It's different than the Marvel, other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. This is a really Marvel movie. The tone and it's is not different. on Disney Plus like most of the other movies. Well, because it's, it's made by Sony, not Marvel. Well, they own Sony, though. Now, now, but they didn't but then. This is how much money were we willing to spend to watch this movie? We went to someone's house and watched it for free because we were not spending ten dollars. It was not cheaper anywhere. <laughs> but it'll be out for free real. next week. Yeah. But I, I like this movie, and I think it's. I think I like it when there's something from this genre that's different now. Like mm-hmm. all the Marvel movies, say would they're all very enjoyable movies, but they very much blend together and they're just so same, samey, samey, samey. And just because and they're good, but they're still all the same. This is different, and I think that that's why this movie is so good. Okay, it's it's very enjoyable, okay. and you Don't should say give it's it another good shot. It's good. Oh, all right. <laughs> my favorite great. character is Venom. Mm-hmm. My Venom? favorite character is actually Eddie. Eddie. Aww. Eddie. Yeah. I really liked the two together when they were talking. Yeah, they're great together, but Eddie by himself. Is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite tertiary object is Stanley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene is the same as Elaine's the fight scene mm-hmm. in his apartment where he's surprised he's kicking everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my favorite line is, you've got a brain to my Eddie, when he's stuck to mm-hmm. the wall. And I give it the yay. What was your favorite? Oh, never mind. Stanley. Stanley. Because it is a great movie, and I agree with Elaine. It's not a great movie 15 years ago. It's a great movie now. <laughs> <laughs> and... A lot of people thought so. It made $800 million around the world. So, yeah, uh, it's definitely not 27% or whatever. That's or no, 29. definitely not. Um, it's, you know, it's not the best comic movie out there, but it's way better than most stuff. I could see this easily. This feels more like maybe a 40% or a 50%. Yeah, that's what I said to her. I was like, this is at least 40%, if not higher. I don't know. We do some movies that have some very strange ratings. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad. But anyway, Carly, do your thing. All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at unmovie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs and we <laughs> can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. It's my birthday and I want to. Okay. Next week on the podcast is Joni's pick for Elaine's. I, I hit the birthday button. I'm sure they could hear that, even well, though we. Hopefully, it's not for Elaine's dog trash. What are you picking? What'd you pick? Well, I I selected five movies. I was like, Elaine, you can pick which one you want because she never likes the movies I pick for. So I was like, I'm gonna pick 
let her pick. And she picked Star Trek The Final Frontier. So. All right. Also, so instead in, of Elaine... Star Trek V. Yeah. Yeah. In um, unrelated news, I'll be out next week. <laughs> <laughs> So well, if she hates this movie, hates this movie this time. It's not my fault. We're gonna look forward to our um, stand-in, John. You'll be here. You should have said our stand-in, and then you should have said Venom. <laughs> now you have to do the whole next episode as Venom. No, don't do that. I'll do it. Don't like, fucking threaten my me. My favorite character. <laughs> I have to tell you, this song would not be as good if it wasn't Eminem. Something about the way he says Venom makes this song good, even though it's a near one. Venom. (laughs) 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 He says it with like a U. (laughs) Do you know why she likes it so much? Because it reminds her where she's from. See, they grew up just a stone's throw away from each other. It's not that far. Or not that close. It's it's closer than you are to him now. That's true. (laughs) It's in the same fucking state. That's also true. And I do just like Eminem and the way his voice sounds. We'll say hi to everybody. Say hi, Audra. Hi, Ben. Benum. 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 Benum.